No, rental property isn't the ideal way to profit from real estate. So does it have a place in your portfolio at all? Absolutely. And here's how to understand where rental property shines as an asset class. I'm Brian Ellis, and this is episode number 47. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Well, 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 it looks like some of the rental property gurus, is that the word, are taking note of the success of self-directed investor radio and they're feeling it necessary to defend rental property because of the effectiveness with which I have described to you the case for real estate notes as a superior alternative to rentals. (laughs) Yes, folks, that's right. A number of experts, both inside and outside of the podcasting world, are feeling the heat a bit. Look, I can't help it. Real estate notes simply make the most sense as an asset class for intelligent, self-directed investors. It's simply not arguable that if you can invest in an asset with a statistically very high probability of generating a very attractive return, along with substantial collateralization, then that's better than investing in assets with no collateral, no guarantees, and unpredictable returns. So yes, I unapologetically remain insistent that real estate notes are far and away the single most intelligent asset class available to individual investors. But here's the thing. There is a place for rental property and the potential for the appreciation that they can bring, but the place is not as the foundation of your portfolio. I'm sorry, it's just not. Here's the thing, my friends. Many of you default to thinking that rental properties are the best way, but that's for one reason and one reason only. That's the only way you know how to make money from real estate. It's the old buy a house, get a tenant, hope it appreciates model. There are a couple of ways in which rental property investing is potentially superior to real estate note investing, and you should understand those. The first area is in tax advantages. With rental property, the potential to generate tax breaks is rather substantial. That potential does not exist with real estate notes. So the battle for tax efficiency is theoretically won by rental property. But you do not invest for the primary purpose of tax benefits, do you? That makes sense for virtually nobody. If you can't make a profit, you shouldn't invest, period. So while tax benefits are nice, they should not be a primary consideration anyway. But the other way that rentals are potentially superior to a good real estate note is in the potential for capital appreciation. You see, real estate is considered an appreciating asset. That means that it can go up in value. I'd like to add that that value increase is theoretical. It's not guaranteed by anyone or anything. So a better way to describe real estate is as a potentially appreciating asset. Contrast that with a real estate note, which is technically a depreciating asset. That simply means that the note itself becomes worth less and less over time for one really good reason. With each payment, you're recouping more and more of your investment until at some point you've been fully repaid along with the attractive interest rate you established at the outset. So it's possible that a real estate rental could be worth more in the future than it is now and could thus bring you a capital gain when you sell it in the future. A note, on the other hand, will ultimately be paid off, resulting in the availability of cash and potentially the need to invest that cash in another note to continue the growth of your portfolio. 
Look, I don't deny the beauty of capital appreciation. I also don't deny that you should invest in rentals. But the harsh truth of the matter is this. Your portfolio needs to be based on a solid foundation. Even the scriptures written thousands of years ago admonish us to be aware of the difference between building on a foundation of rock that's solid and reliable versus a foundation of sand that's variable and subject to wind and rain. And honestly, which thing sounds more like a rock for your portfolio? Real estate notes that are highly predictable, very profitable, and fully collateralized and thus very safe? Or real estate rentals? That while they do have profit potential, they're routinely subject to changing tenants, growing property taxes, unpredictable maintenance, and disproportionate legal liability. Clearly, real estate notes are far more foundational than real estate rentals. But rentals do have appeal for their potential for capital appreciation. So, what to do? Actually, my friends, it's simple. Just use the SDI, that's Self-Directed Investor, triple play strategy. Buy one rental for every two real estate notes. So, for example, after you have two different real estate notes with a face value of $100,000 each, then it makes sense to take the risk of buying a rental at a price of $100,000. Why? My friends, unless there's a profitable tenant, not just a tenant, but a profitable one, in your rental property at all times, which we know never happens, then your rental property is actually a liability and not an asset. Yes, you heard that right. I know that differs from what your accountant and financial advisors will tell you, but I have a simple rule. If something is taking money out of my pocket, it's not an asset, it's a liability, period. By default, real estate actually costs you money every single month. And by default, a real estate note makes you money every single month. Which default do you like better? So, if you have a rent house that's worth $100,000, that's great, because that thing could appreciate substantially and make a lot of money for you over time. But during the next couple of decades while that's happening, what are you going to do when you have an extended vacancy, or your maintenance expenses spike unexpectedly, or worse yet, if the value of your real estate actually declines? I'll tell you what you're going to do. If you've got two real estate notes as the foundation of every rental property, you're going to sleep easy at night. Because you'll always have your note payments coming in, which are not subject to maintenance expenses, not subject to property taxes, not subject to the swings of the real estate market, and not subject to insurance expenses. Oh, and by the way, if you use debt to purchase your rental properties, your notes will be making the mortgage payments for you reliably each and every month, even if a tenant doesn't. You get the picture, folks. Rental property does have a place in your portfolio, but not at the foundation. That's where you put assets that are simple, safe, and strong. Real estate notes. My friends, I know the logic of this is resonating with you right now. I know that because this strategy, two notes for every one rental, is intelligent and rational. And you are intelligent and rational. It's a good fit. So what to do? Well, if you'd like guidance in implementing the SDI triple play strategy so that you have two notes forming a rock-solid base for each of your rental properties, then visit sdiradio.com slash three play for more information. Again, that's sdiradio.com, the number three, P-L-A-Y. Again, sdiradio.com slash three play for triple play. Folks, thanks for listening in today. Tomorrow, I'm going to rattle your brain with a responsibility you have as an IRA owner that your custodian has probably never told you. 
So be sure to subscribe right now to Self-Directed Investor Radio on iTunes so that you don't miss a single episode. And remember, invest wisely today, live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 